Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg, a joyous time of year, this beautiful Sunday morning. Good morning, Georgia! Morning! And a happy holidays to you folks in Berkeley Lake. Berkeley Lake. Berkeley Lake. You know about Berkeley Lake? Right down Peachtree Industrial, yes, sir. Hey man, happy holidays! How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm. We're both, you know, just we're we're grateful and we're we're happy to be here. Absolutely, December man. of 2023. We made it this far in mm-hmm. life, and mm-hmm. we can complain about a lot of things. A, nobody listening. B, you know, we we here, as they say, we here. And right off the top, that's the bottom line. That's right? the bottom top. And and Eric, come on here just for a second. We want to say happy holidays to you as we start the show. And and how you feeling uh, as we sit here? As he's, I'm, I'm stalling. Uh, as he's getting his mic ready. You're doing all right, man, and, and happy holidays. I'm doing wonderful. I'm sad, though, fellas. I'm sad. Why are you sad? Can you hear us? Yeah, you don't I, have headphones I got a grab on. set of headphones, but okay. I can turn the mic on and off. Okay, yes, you can. <laughs> yeah. why, why, why are you a bit sad on this joyous during this joyous time of year? Because once again, around this time of year, our time together is about to come to an end. Wow. Well, we, we, we got the day off tomorrow. No, I'm talking about us three working together on oh, our yeah, Sunday you're, mornings. Oh, yeah, you're, you're going to be doing It's going to be coming things. to an end soon. Yeah. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, you're going to go back to doing what you were doing. Well, you know, I like getting up and coming and hanging out with you guys. I think you guys are like my two uncles. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> my uncle used to give me some alcohol. I hope we're doing a good job in that area. Yeah, 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 yeah. How was that? You know, some some uncles, you know, good uncles. Then you had that uncle that you know. Actually, we are. that's a really good analogy because we give him, well, at least I do, uh, lots of insignificant information. How many times you sitting there with your uncle? He's telling you stuff, and you letting it go in one ear and out the other. Yeah, but you, but but you have, you have that keep it real, uncle. Well, that's true. And that keep mine it, lived I, in Cabrini Green. I had that, I had, I had that <laughs> keep it real, uncle man. Yeah, that just you know what I mean. He, and he would tell you stuff, and you and you get to the point you just pull up the seat a little closer, and you and you listen to him because he would tell you stuff. And it was my mom's brother, and sometimes she didn't want him to to tell me so many <laughs> things he'd tell me, but. You know what I mean? He's getting like ready for life, right? That's yeah, what we, yeah, see, that's what we do as uncles. Absolutely. I do the same you know? thing to my nephew. I do and, uh, stuff that I know his mother doesn't want him right. to hear. Oh, that's she, my job. She, she didn't want me to, to hear some of the stuff. You know, I, 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 I'll say this as a, it's always like hanging with stuff where, where, where men were. Okay. You know, we're going to go with the men. Some guys, no matter whoever, parent, whatever, I like to go hang with the men. Right. And so I was with my uncle one day. I was a little kid, you know, and, and, and my uncle had been a, like a, in his day, had been a pretty good athlete. And so people all in the community in that section of, of town knew, knew him. And uh, one of his favorite places to go was pool room. And, 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 yeah. and, and I was there, and I had to go to the re- I had to go to the bathroom. I was like, I got to go to the bathroom. Well, come on, come on here. You walk, you know. And I eat. You want to give me an age range of you at this time during oh, the story? Gosh. Single digits? You can give me exactly. Well, single digits, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm about 
five years old, what? five, six years old. I got to go to the bathroom. I mean, I get that, but the, you remember what? this is a vivid story at five. Oh, man, because okay, I walk in there and I'm clack, clack. You know, he's eating me and around and shooting poo. And, <laughs> and, and, and all the men, he walked in and they all knew him. Uh, and so I'm like, okay. man, I'm walking in here with, with I'm, I'm with somebody. Right. You know what I mean? Um, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So this is my keep it real, uncle. No, that's good. Uh, that's good. My mom knew he took. And that's the pool. exactly how I feel when I go places with Sam. Everybody knows. Him. I well, call him the mayor. I, well, I ain't take you to the pool room though. <laughs> you know? Do you know, Eric? I don't know if you were with me after I came back. We all say that here. That's like one of those things. It's not just you. It's everybody up here at this radio station. And I don't mean. Actually, I should say everybody under the Odyssey umbrella. I can't speak for many people at Star 94. Most of the folks at WAOK know this. Everybody at V103 knows this, including Larry Tinsley. And, of course, everybody up here knows this. When you're talking about my partner here, you say this phrase afterwards. And he knows everybody. And everybody knows Sam. Can I tell you, do you remember what happened to me when I came back from my vacation, my, my, my uh, anniversary vacation? I took... We, this was my 10-year anniversary this year. Went on a cruise. Haven't taken a cruise in forever. It wasn't a big one. You know, big one. Dude, we, we took one. Because of the pandemic, we didn't go anywhere. My, and Tracy loves cruising. We get on this cruise. We are literally in somewhere down Eastern Caribbean. In the middle of this ship, I am getting up at 2. No, I got up about 1 in the morning. Couldn't sleep. Went down, and they have these places that have food throughout the night. And a guy walks up to me while I'm standing in line to get a slice of pizza. Uh, you, you in that commercial? I'm like what? Excuse me? <laughs> he goes, I seen you in that commercial. Uh, okay, guilty. Now I realize. Okay, I got. I'm not gonna be rude to this man. He obviously is from Atlanta. He knows. And it turns out that he worked with Sam at Eleven Alive, and he knew me from a commercial that we had done. But walked up to me in the first season, yeah, I work with Sam Crenshaw, and I'm, I'm getting a mention out in the middle of the ocean of this man. So, yes, everybody knows him. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. 92.9 The Game, that come on this uh, Christmas Eve. So many things to get to throughout this, uh, this show. Obviously sports-related, but we'll be telling some stories, some Christmas stories, and we invite you. What's the, what's the new number, Sam? Because I know you want to put something out there for folks. Where, oh, you ain't got it? your Where's, little thing in front of you? It's, it's right over there, 404 404- <laughs> Seven two six zero nine two nine. That's four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. You know, our, our teams right now is is we're not winning any championships and win anything this season. So all of our teams need something. Yeah, they do. So which of our local teams is your team, in, and what would you have under the tree for them? What would you have under which which of our local teams? You know, hey, you know, our team needs this. So if you were to pick a particular college or pro team here locally, you would say, I want this team to have a new defensive coordinator under the tree. I'm not mentioning I'm oh, just yeah. saying oh, yeah. that's what oh, we're yeah. looking for, oh, right? Yeah. Under the tree, defensive coordinator, uh, whatever, you know. Um, I got our NBA team, I like, some solid, I like some solid and consistent performance from the power forward position. I, I hope it's on the way back. I understand that Jalen Johnson is back pretty Yes, soon. he is, yep. And so that that excites me for what's possible for the Hawks uh, with him with him back in the mix. So just what's under the tree for your favorite area team, and give us a call, and we'll let you we'll, we'll let you mention it today. He's coming back, or tripped up the, up to Shite Town there. Yeah. This so uh, it, it'll just be good to see him back out there with the team. He was starting to emerge as a difference maker with the team 
before it went down, but they could have used him last night. Grizzlies beat him 125-119. Ouch. Final score, John Morant back in action. 30 hey, points. Hey, what you think of him? 11 assists. Have you seen him yet since coming back that first game back? Getting yeah. that game-winning shot? And he he is the, epitome, the epitome of that phrase that is now long gone, but, you know, it just reminds me, you don't know who I am, you better ask somebody. And all this conversation, Halliburton here in Indiana, all these young players that are coming up still hanging on to Steph. We got LeBron there sitting in the, in the throne at the top. But – until, the, you know, he went sideways last year and had yeah. to sit for these first 25 games. He was, a point, he was the only, as far as I'm concerned, appointment TV. Now, there's some players you want to watch. There's some teams you want to watch. But every time this dude touched the ball, to me, I wanted to watch. Yeah. And that was John Morant. And when he came back, there's just this element of what he might do next. That we don't see so blatantly on the, you know, on the um, the hardwoods like we do in the playground. So anyway, I just want to know if you had saw much of him this past week, um, and his return and what yeah, you thought. Yeah, it was good to have him back. Let's see if he keeps it in between the lines and and goes out and plays ball. I mean, that's that's what people want to see see him do. Obviously, you know, we got it was their one and only visit to Atlanta last night. So that was the thing. All right, so we got some guests coming up. We're going to talk to familiar guests here. It's a it's a very easy. Christmas Eve, we're going to touch, like I said, touch on a number of things, lots of Christmas music. Y'all know the drill. You've been with us before. But we do do something this year that we didn't do last year. So this will be the first time during the holiday season that we will give you our story of the week. It's time for Sam and Greg's story of the week. Could be sports. Grapefruit League activity. Could be news. Could be entertainment. This is our first time on the VMAs. It could be, well, anything. You know what I'm saying? Sam and Greg's story of the week on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's Sam and Greg. All right, Mr. Crenshaw. I had a couple to choose from. When you leading up to Christmas, there's always a number that um, the things that happen that you go, oh, man, I'm going to talk about this. I don't talk about that, but... Uh, there was one thing for me, so I'm I'm want to know if you want to go first here, because I I actually have some paperwork for mine. Okay, okay, <laughs> go, go, go right ahead. No, no, I was gonna say if you want to go first. Oh me, oh me. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's simple. It's, it's something I guess that people have talked about, and the team that we're gonna see very soon uh, in Florida State, and the fact that you know they're filing this suit to try to break away from the ACC, right. and uh, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, that thing's supposed to have them locked in there, but they're uh, they're doing this. This could be a pretty, pretty messy thing. And the thing of it is, where are they going? Exactly. Because yeah, I don't remember any invites coming from any other conference. Maybe they'll go out to the pack, whatever, two. Pack, I, I, don't pack know, four, I don't know. Whatever but, it is but out I mean, there now. You know, it's kind of a, a, a messy end to a return for them this, right. this fall. You know, they return to power, they return to, to relevance, uh, they return to being Florida State. And then to have it come out this way, you don't get into the playoffs. Now you're coming out here saying you want to break from the conference, and you know, you know, just uh, let me see what happens. I know the ACC wants to have them on because they kind of force the other schools in the conference to raise their level of football. Somebody right. other than just Clemson. So um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But if they do, where are they going? I don't know. All right, are you ready for this? Something that we never thought would see happen, and it took another state to do it. You ready for this? I saw this. I said, oh, this, this is definitely my story of the week. New York State Assembly has put forth a new bill 
known as the Rest Stop Restaurant Act. I'm going to be reading here for a minute because I want to make sure I get this right. That would require food and beverage companies contract contracted to provide services along the thruway. Not thoroughway, thruway it says. And the Port Authority in New York and New Jersey to stay open seven days a week. You see where I'm going with this? Okay. Apple Green, Apple Green, an Irish convenience store chain with a portfolio of companies, including Chick-fil-A, took over the lease of all throwaway uh, three-way, throughway authority service areas in 2021. Chick-fil-A has opened blah, 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 a bunch of stores. Anyway, service areas dedicated to travelers cannot be closed on any days. These, these folks look for this. This is, this is an assemblyman who said this. In fact, um, I'll get to his name, Tony Simone. Simone. The only exception for a seven-day-a-week operations mandate in the new legislation is for temporary concessions such as farmers' markets or local vendors. One of the bill's sponsors, as I said, Assemblyman Tony Simone, says, you know, we get hungry when we're traveling. We might not, I mean, he literally said this, we might not like our brother-in-law or sister-in-law's cooking and want to get a snack on Christmas Eve, Simone said. To find one of the restaurants closed on the thruway is just not in the public good. Chick-fil-A signed a 33-year contract with Thruway, and they are locked into this. They're going to open that restaurant on Sunday. Simone said, clarified that, that uh, the Thruways, system, they should say be Thruways. Anyway, the Thruways are meant to serve New York travelers first, adding that he thinks it's ridiculous that a food provider would be able to close on Sunday, one of the busiest travel days of the week. There you go. Mm. It is going to be. You got to wonder what kind of cussing is going on there in the cafe family. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> this now. is holiday That's weekend. Folks are not happy about this but at all. But they can't do nothing about it. They can't do nothing about it. They they signed. I mean, a thirty-three year lease. Wow. Anyway, that's that, down. That's the, that's down the road a pace. <laughs> it really is. So if you want some Chick Fil A on a Sunday, you can charter a flight and go up to New York, and and you, you can get that. But there's going to be a whole lot of pictures from that. That one restaurant that's open up there, or however many there are. You ready to get into this, man, on this Christmas Eve? Let's do it. All right, we're going to have ourselves a fun show. we got Terrell Thomas coming up. D-Led is going to join us in the 8 o'clock hour. Also, we're going to have a Christmas Day forecast from our own Chesley McNeil. Yes. So he's going to join us on that. And uh, listen, just a whole bunch of stories. And again, if you guys want to join us with some stories or things you want to add, talk about your favorite team here locally. 404-726-0929. It is Sam and Greg on this Christmas Eve morning. Sports Radio 929 the game, 929 the game.com. And yep, y'all can take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Christmas Eve morning, Sunday, the 24th day of the well, y'all know right? I say Christmas Eve, that's it, right? <laughs> I'll have to get technical, yeah. I would suppose. You remember what that day is? Yeah. 24th? It, it wasn't as if she had, she wasn't already printing money, but do you know how, the amount of money that she makes just from this song every year, Mariah Carey? Oh, I'm sure. The one that, you're a fan of it, right? I think everybody's oh, yeah. not, mm-hmm. not yeah. one of those. That, but what I always, I have done over the last year or so when this conversation has come up, because something I didn't see before, you know, James Corden did that. Uh, that that uh, carpool karaoke carpool thing karaoke, you did? Yeah. Okay, so this is one of those things that took planning. So that's why I have an appreciation for it. It's not just him getting in a car with her 
and, and doing this song. But he did that. He tried it. But apparently, as the story goes, she told him, I don't want to sing this song when they met. Right? So now she joins him. They do some of her other stuff. And he makes her start singing this. Now, the cameras are rolling. And she gives him a face. Right? And he left all this in. All right, so they did it, and they sang a little bit, but she was kind of doing it half-heartedly. If you go through YouTube, there was another Mariah Carey carpool karaoke that they did. I don't know the timeline between the two. Yeah. But what James Corden had done was apparently he had had most of the people he had done that feature with, that segment with, and had them then sing her song. Because what they did, they spliced together a whole bunch of folks that he had had on, from Elton John to to Gwen Stefani to to the dudes from from uh, what was the, what was the band out in L.A. there, the guy, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay, all doing that song. Oh man, that's pretty cool. So if you go to YouTube, you can you know Mariah Carey, uh, James Corden, Carpool Karaoke. There's one where it's just her, but then there's another one with everybody. And she goes, you know, what do you want for Christmas? And Mariah looks at him and says. Since you did this to me last time, I want you to sing my Christmas song. And then, boom, they break into all these other people doing wow. it. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of wow. cool. It really That's is. It's kind of cool. Anyway, Sam and Greg again on this uh, this day after, man. And it's the day after the the college games that we're going to get before Christmas. Yeah. I'm reaching with that. We, we, what, what we don't, for a couple of days, we'll have no college football. That's what I'm saying. So. The, 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 the bowl games will be back Tuesday if you're used to having a bowl game on every hour on the hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and how many of those some, you, were you looking forward to? You know what I mean? So that, that, that that's the whole thing. Which begs the question, you know, really, everyone's talking about, oh, 12-game playoff. And what point does that get to be kind of old news? Except for the four, except for the four teams that we want to see. I mean. How are they going to do this as far as the, do, do, do the smaller we, bowl games may go away? Or they'll be playing – them in the, well, the, the but will those day? other games have relevance? You got an eight-win team that's in the playoff. Okay, we got an eight-win team in the playoff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you gonna you know you tune in and watch that just because it's a playoff. If it's if it's against if 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 they're an eight seed and they're playing Alabama, yeah, folks are gonna tune in because they want to see Alabama stomp on them, just like they do in the beginning of the. Well, how long will that last? Well, we'll see. If it was like if it, if it was like me, that that lasts a halftime. <laughs> but, okay. but, but, I'm, but I'm just saying, people are all excited about this twelve-game playoff and like. There are some, to me, some drawbacks. Is that, you know, if you, got, if you if you got some fatigue with it during the course of the season, he's like, you know what? Well, that one doesn't decide who's going to the semifinals. That doesn't decide who's in the final four. That doesn't decide who's in the championship. So why watch it? Well, uh, won't there know. be a shorter time between the last regular season game and the playoff? Now that there's these added playoff games, are going to shorten that you know month window that they have, and there's probably going to be some. Some lapses as far as some of the playoff games with some of these bowl games that got to get played. Well, the idea with the bowl games is guys are doing what we're doing now. We're seeing the opt-outs. Mm-hmm. We're seeing the guys who's saying, I got to go train to get ready for the pros, yeah. you know, so I'm not going to do that. Or we're in the transfer portal going somewhere else, so we're not playing. And, and so we see that's what we've seen in, in all of these games so far. Except for um, four teams in the playoffs. You know, yeah. except, for, except for the four teams in the playoffs. And even they have some people who got some question marks. You know, after whether they, they they're gonna, you know, that, that, that's so that's the thing. You figure though, that's the other benefit of that by having the twelve teams. Those twelve teams will have guys that will want to stay in place, you know, for that opportunity. But see, um, this, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because that gives us a chance. I mean, we were talking about Florida State earlier, and what some of these top guys on this team are doing, and they're opting out because yeah. they're not part of it. But yet, isn't that counterproductive to what we heard them screaming about for the first few days, or actually? 
week or so after the decision was made after those four teams, we were left out. If this didn't happen, you should hold it against us because the quarterback's down. All of that conversation. So now you have a chance to – this actually could be – I don't want to look at it as a play-in uh, play game, but there's still people who consider Georgia the top team in the country. And if Florida State goes out and beats them to make a point about being left out of the four, that's sort of – that kind of it's won't a consolation for what they can happen. They've had so many opt-outs now that this game is not looking like a very they, good they, game. They, it's whether or not you want to look at the big picture or you want to look at the individual. Yeah. So yeah. I, I guess when it comes to that's, that. That's, and that's the whole thing. Everybody's excited about the 12. Does that really cure everything? And at what point do people say, you know what, I ain't that excited about that. One thing it does do, though, for those first rounds, it puts games back on campuses. It put mm-hmm. game and everybody's excited about turning the lights on and parking cars <laughs> and, and filling up those luxury suites and whatnot at those schools and those stadiums. So that's that's something that gets folks excited, you know. The thing of it is, you know, the thing to think about: classes are out, mm-hmm. ain't no students on campus. Does that matter though? No, no. You think so? Those seats will still be those. All those seats will still for the, be filled. For the, I mean, obviously, if the, if if all right, depending on the school, depending on the location of the school, if you got kids that are, you know, back here in Georgia that went to Washington, yeah, that might be a problem getting back out there if they were playing in a game. Um, but I, I, I think that's a that's a want from the from the uh, student body if their team makes it there. Listen, everybody's going to have to make pivots. Everybody's yeah, going to make adjustments yeah, next yeah, year. Yeah, and we're and we're assuming that that, that automatically that's going to happen. I do, but I but believe you know, that. but we'll, we'll we'll see what happens when when we get to it. At the end no. of the day, does it have to be students? I mean, if they're out of school, it is does college, it, it is college football. I understand that, but it's also a business, and we come to that. So if they yeah. open up the gates again, I go out to the West Coast. I go out, and we're sitting here in Georgia. But if this were to happen to Washington, as they're a part of the four teams, and yet they were one of the early games, I do believe that there would be people, and it may be the other team that they're playing. But I do believe that stadium will be filled for that home game, whether it's filled like it is for the regular season games. I don't know, but I do believe it would be. Don't you think Alabama would be? For whatever reason, you know, they play well, that, that, that first that, game. That, that's such a national brand. They're like the Yankees folks that show up down there regardless. But but there's some others that may not, you know, have that. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. You know, that's because the excitement of also the playoff is allowing that team that may not be that traditional blue blood team to at least get in the mix. Okay. And that's what we're looking forward to is at least giving them a chance to get in the mix and, and give it a shot and see. What I happens? Mean, what happens first? And I don't. Again, the contract ending has a lot to do with this. But people getting comfortable with this twelve-team um, playoff system that's coming up, or what the conferences, as we just talked about, Florida State, where are they going to go? What they're going to look like as we head into this twelve-team playoff next year? I, I, you got teams swapping area. I mean, conferences. Um, that Texas coming to the SEC is going to be interesting. Oh yeah, it really is. Them and them and their and their and their very very deep, very very deep purse. You know, you invited somebody to come in that's got a bigger bigger wallet than anybody else already in the conference. You know, be careful what you wish for. Texas Texas coming in with a whole lot of cash. I don't know. Well, anyway, hey, congratulations to you, Georgia State, yesterday, man. Well, to Georgia State and to Georgia Tech. I know you want to save that for local. But. No, no, no. Oh. We, we can talk about a little okay. bit about about both of them because. Um, you know, Georgia State wins yesterday 45-22. Uh, uh, my goodness, the way the season it started, 6-1, and, and then they dropped, you know, five in a row. 
to uh, kind of correct that. Boy, they had to go a long way. Yeah, they did. Uh, to go to a place <laughs> to, to get that win. The airport that doesn't serve alcohol. They got back yet. Yeah, <laughs> it don't sell no they, alcohol. They, they, they put plenty of potatoes all over the place, man. <laughs> how do you want them? You know, uh, how do you want them? And, um, you know, it was good to see, though. They went, went, finished the season at 7-6. and six. Um, A lot of new faces. Mm-hmm. When you talk about players who have gone other, you know, who are not there. You got your leading running back who's transferred to Missouri. You got your leading receiver who's transferred to Auburn. You got your all-conference cornerback who's transferred, I think, to Boston College. Uh, yet the guys who are there and remain uh, rolled their sleeves up and went out and made the most of the opportunity. And uh, they came back a big old – bag of potatoes for everybody with <laughs> that, a win. Is that what you get? You yeah. got a big bunch of 300-pound dudes with a sack of potatoes, they, putting they, them in the overhead probably bring, bring them in the overhead and bring them, bring them back, right? <laughs> uh, but but they had a nice time. They did some snow tubing, uh, did some things that they wouldn't get a chance to normally do. If, if I took home. you up north to do a winter sport or or just a, uh, something, a recreational thing, what would it be? I don't even know that for you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Like, if I took you up to Chicago, um, went to Illinois, then we went over the border up to Wisconsin, and winter is in full effect, and you got, I've always wanted to do boom. Do you have, do you have any interest in any of the stuff that goes on in the winter? No, really? Cold. Man, they got layers. We would get you warm before you walked out the house. Give you some gloves, give you some nice, you know, some boots and all that. And you know, I wouldn't mind going to one of those outdoor hockey games. Okay, that's not, you know, that's what I'm it's not, about. It's not a participant thing, but just, just the to watch it right there. That's the way it, 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 it's it's something you've seen on TV that oh, like the Winter Classic, something like that. Yeah. Up up at uh, you know at, at the Big House or you know, Yankee Stadium or, or wherever. Wrigley Field, or Wrigley where, Field, where, wherever they play, right? Okay. So I mean, that that that, that would be neat. That would be right. neat to go somewhere. Let's see what I can work on that for you. All right, I'd love to get you up there, man. And then afterwards, if you if you went and and did that, all right, then I'd, I'd take you over to to what you call this place, Buddy Guy's place, over to Legends. Okay. We'll listen to some blues before right. in the morning. All right. <laughs> uh, yes, we mentioned State, but I want to mention Georgia Tech. Yes. And Georgia Tech got the win. That was so big for them, too. Uh, and they finished the season at 7-6. and six. I feel some momentum coming with this Georgia Tech program. I really do. I felt so throughout the, the course of this season. It was frustrating to see them beat teams that were nationally ranked and then lose to folk like Bowling Green. It seemed like they finally got that figured out toward the back end of the that schedule. That ebb and flow of the yeah, play to their competition. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think of all the teams, you may talk about having people that sat out or defected. I think you have fewer of that with this Georgia Tech team. I think the guys who stayed put, the guys who really fought for Coach Key and, and said, hey, we want this man to be the head coach. We're going to play for him uh, or are happy to be on board. They've had a great recruiting class this week. Of course, early signing period was this week. Um, 30 to 17 final score over Central Florida. The defense was dominant, and um, the, the big game by Haynes King and uh, Jamal Haynes, big game. So Georgia Tech with the win. And as I reminded people on my social media, mark your calendars for Saturday, August 31st. Georgia State at Georgia Tech. Uh, it's the first time the two teams have ever will ever met. And uh, I don't know if somebody's just going to walk to the game or just what. Because the schools <laughs> okay. are just blocks apart, right? Yeah, just bring the bus out, you know. You know what I mean? So um, that, that's, that, that's, a, that's a, a meeting I think everybody's looking forward to. Do you think it's possible that Georgia Tech has dialed things up because of the success of what's going on over there on Chastain Road and, and, and how that program got in the eyeballs, whether it's basketball or football, um, just Kennesaw State, all the others, Georgia State doing what it's doing. 
I mean, Georgia, Georgia Tech is the, in the minds nationally of, of sports fans, they're, you know, Bulldog's little brother, okay? They've always been that. But now you got these other schools making some noise nationally, have been over the last couple of years, and I'm just wondering, is it is, do you subscribe to the theory that Georgia State, hey, we can't have this school or that school, I don't want to mention any names, but we can't have them out recruiting us. They can't have, we can't have them getting our, our well, blue well, chip well, players. Well, that's, well that's, that's the program in general when you talk about Georgia Tech program in general um, because, you know, you had – because of Georgia State's success they've had and Kennesaw State's, mm-hmm. they've been with guys who are from the area, maybe some who had started collegiately someplace else and look for opportunity to come back home and end up making a difference here at home. And Tech's thing is, once again, the, the Tuscaloosa influence. You have a coach who's been on the staff with Nick Saban, like Georgia, and you got you got an athletic director who has been a part of Alabama. Isn't that amazing? Really? Both Georgia and Georgia Tech, uh, are beneficiaries of stuff that's happened down I-20, the influence of it. I think that's something that we look at more than anything else. At some point, Nick Saban got to come to town. You'd like to be at that dinner he has with his former coaches. Who's around that table? You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. How many oh, yeah. Guys, he picking up the check, but you'd like to get a picture of, of, of that get-together. Yeah, and some people may bristle at that, but the bottom line is it's the influence of Alabama on both Georgia and Georgia Tech. And he's putting them out problem. there, and he said, yeah, okay, now – Y'all still can't beat me. I mean, regularly. You get one here and there. But anyway, we are not done talking college football. We'll get back to some of the games that are coming up. Also recap some of that have already been played. But next, we're going to talk NFL and the Falcons. <sighs> what do you think about them right now? Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com on this Christmas Eve. Have a wonderful weekend, folks. Also take us on the Odyssey app. We'll even say it goes. Watch Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. Sam and Greg on this Christmas Eve morning. We're here with you till 9 o'clock. Then wait for a tailgate show. As always, every Sunday, whether it's Christmas Eve or not, we're the opening act for a full day of sports. And uh, today is NFL action. By the way, if you can't get in front of a TV, here's the deal. Not just today. Let me run this down to you. We got Falcons Indianapolis, right? We got pregame 11 o'clock. Kick at 1. I told you wait for a tailgate show. Follows us at 9 o'clock. Tonight, we got New England at Denver. Pre-game 7.45, kick at 8.15. Now, tomorrow, I'm sorry, yeah, tomorrow we have got three games in case yeah. you can't get in front of a TV. There's a little typo here. So we got Vegas at Kansas City. Pre-game 12.30, 1 o'clock kick. And then after that, Giants at Philly. After that, Baltimore at San Francisco, which is the game everybody's waiting to see. Baltimore and San Francisco. Yeah. Right now, those are the two teams. So we got, we got NFL on the day that normally is set for NBA. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Christmas Day is something that football kind of gave. It's not like gradually, gradually they kind of taking, taking some of it back, right? Um, I think it depends on when when Christmas falls. What time, what day of the year? Okay, I mean, Monday, day of the week. Monday night football. Yeah, you won Monday night football game. No, we gonna have three. Huh? <laughs> we gonna have three. So I'm, just, so I'm just saying, you know. Well, a couple weeks ago they had two, and it wasn't. You know, it was no special. Yeah, but I mean, usually this has been a thing. That You're right. Sun, Sunday, um, Christmas Day, it become the NBA's day. Sports networks have pivoted, and they have changed their business model. It is going on right in front of us. So yeah. what used to be ain't no more. But speaking of the NBA, we got Hawks at uh, Bulls on Tuesday night, uh, 26, pregame 7.30, tip at 8. And just this is a good time to remind folks, and we'll do it again throughout the show, that next week you and I are doing the morning shift. We uh, are. Between uh, Christmas and New Year's. So mm-hmm. here's the deal. Obviously, we're not going to be here tomorrow, 
Um, Christmas Day will not be there. But Tuesday, I will be here with Jason Longshore. And then Wednesday through the rest of that week, it'll be me and you. So just tune in for that and see how we <laughs> we do what we do. Uh, again, and then we're in for the morning shift. We will be leaving at 9 o'clock. So it won't be one of those deals where we're, you know, kind of bleeding over into the steakhouse, too. Yeah. So no. anyway, all right, I've just, done all the pe- I've done all the. Just the morning shift. Just yeah. the morning shift. Man, you ain't sitting in about my sweater. You know. Look at this. You would never see nice, me man. in it. I never have in my life gone out in public in one of those Christmas sweaters. Yeah. Never have. Yeah. But today I have. And it's fitting for you. It, well, it, do you it, see it, what it, it is? It looks good. It looks good. Here, read this. Well, I know we're waiting on I brought that so you could read this. Okay. This is that was attached to this. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> wow. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Go ahead. Cool. Oh, you can read it on the air. That's you know, why I gave it to you. You know, Greg Luxon. Uh cast as a male newscaster. This is the swag you get when you get, you know, when you finish a project. They usually send you something from the project. Okay. I gotta sit on this for another year. This is like that thing with the rock. Oh man, it ain't showed up yet. It ain't no, it's it was, it's a Christmas movie that's supposed to air this year and because of the strike, it's pushed to next Christmas. Yikes. That's a long so this wait. Was, this was my being blessed to work with the Fairley Brothers and Dear okay. Santa. That's yep. the movie that was supposed to come out this Christmas, and it will come out next. But if you go to their IMDb page, for the first time, I am on the first page of wow. credits. I ain't never been on the first page of credits, right? And I'm on the first page. If you go, I want all y'all to go there. IMDb, Dear Santa. Yeah. Jack Black's there, and I'm under Jen, unless they moved me the other day. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Well, of course, the, the, you know today, you know NFL action here in town. We talk about the Falcons and their, their fleeting hopes uh, to try to salvage something and get into the postseason. They're going to need some help from some other places, which they may get, but they got to help themselves right now. And so today, one o'clock. Colts in town. Yep. Um, Falcons want to go out. I mean, last week they lose, and the defense doesn't give up a touchdown. The other team doesn't get in the end zone, and you lose with the, the game. With with the players that they have. See, that's the maddening part about When you hear the national folks, I don't know how much national conversation you hear when they talk about the Falcons, but when you hear it, what do you think gets under their skin the most? I mean, that organization, when they hear what is being said about them nationally. And they feel like some people, you know, some decisions that are being made, uh, the use of personnel, the timing yeah. of it. And uh, the management of it. And I think that's what what's jumping off the page. You know, mismatch, do you need to rearrange some people, the voices that are making decisions about who's in the game at which time, how much certain people are used. Um, Let me capsulize that. Y'all don't know how to coach top talent. That's basically what they're saying. Uh, That's what I hear from the national media when they talk about this. How you got all them players, all these, and they run them down individually, and they go, you can't coach these guys or we don't see them during the game. That's got to be Madding. The other thing is Madding is that how competitive the teams were in years when you didn't have as much talent. Exactly. And I think that's the thing that gets you more than anything else. We saw this team on the Arthur Smith when there was just whoever whoever showed up, (laughs) basically. (laughs) And they went out and they were competitive every game, and that gave us hope for when they were able to put the talent together, spend the money to get the defense improved. You would have a better result than what you have, and I think that's the thing that aggravates more than anything this week. This week we have a quarterback change again, and um, Coach Arthur Smith uh, had these thoughts about making the change this week. Last time, because of where we were, what had happened in Tennessee, 
you know, like I said, I uh, use that variable. The circumstances were different, like what happened in the second half and kind of where we're at going into it. So it was, a, again, you got to be transparent. Not perfect, but that's why Taylor said it, because it wasn't like we we're sitting there trying to play mind games. It wasn't like saying, hey, this is some permanent thing. There were some things we needed to, to work through. And But this one, you know, when you make these decisions right now, we told Taylor that's the plan. He should, you know, so he needs to prepare as a starter. And that is always your job as a backup, which is, you know, we don't get all the reps sometimes, but mentally you've always got to prepare that you are a play away. And that's a hard thing to do, but the guys that do it well have been around this league for a while. That's why you see some consistency in certain guys that have been backups and come in and win, and other guys that are backups and they get another opportunity and they, they take a hold of it and their careers change. Uh, Taylor's had a lot of success in this, in this league in big moments, um, and that's why we signed him. But when you sign him on the front end, it's – you know, you better mean what you say. And again, we're not perfect. So if you're going to sign somebody something as a quarterback competition, that's what it should be. But when we sign him, we were transparent. Say, hey, we got a young quarterback, and I know he'll be ready to play. And just before you sign your contract, this is what the job is. We're not doing some sales pitch and telling somebody something. You get him here under contract and then do something else. So he's been a pro about that. And he, I've had so much fun working with Taylor Heineke and all those guys in that quarterback room. So that said, you know, you, you figure, it's, and there's a lot being said there. That and, was just flat and, weird. And some of it's I mean, we're talking a little bit in circles there, but 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 you know, the right, the, the, the the bottom line is, you know, you got a voice, and you go in, you got a voice that the offense is familiar with, that your first string offense is familiar with. Remember, this old line is a little beaten up too, and that's the thing you talk about when you talk about the offensive personnel. You talk about a line that became a formidable force last year for the run game. Mm -hmm. They have some problems with the passing game. There's nothing wrong with the run game last year with Tyler Edgier. You had a 1,000-yard running back. You got some alignment doing something good. You've had that uh, line with some changes in personnel. Um, and sometimes that comes together, and sometimes that takes a minute. And does this team have the time to process that with the games running out? you got three games left, and your other two on the road – you got one coming up in Chicago. You're going to be playing in who knows what. Uh, 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 really, you don't know what's going to be falling out of the sky when you play that one, or what's going to, or what kind of turf you're going to be on. You know, um, I, that's the first time I heard that in its in, you know entirety, and I, there's a little bit more to it. You know what popped into my mind when I heard that? On top of everything that we've already discussed about the perception of this team and, and, and nationally and what's being said about them, about them is that all I could hear when he was breaking that down was Mike Tomlin. And I'll tell you why. Because Mike Tomlin has done this season the same thing. He has bounced around starting quarterbacks, right? But the difference is when he stands up and he tells us why a change is being made, there seems to be a lot more confidence in his voice than what I just heard. That's what stuck with me. Now, mind you, this isn't the NFC South with Tom Brady running, uh, running things over there in Tampa Bay where they're like four games ahead of everybody else. That's got to be the other maddening part about what's going on with this Falcons team is like this division is basically saying, y'all, come grab it. <laughs> we're oh, yeah. all, we're oh, all yeah. just sitting here treading water, and you have all these top players, and you can't ascend above a rookie quarterback in Carolina and a couple throwaways in, in New Orleans and and, and – and I don't know what Baker Mayfield's drinking down there in Tampa Bay. He seems at least these last couple games looking like, 
you know, what they said he was going to look like coming out of Oklahoma. They have an interesting assignment today because Trevor Lawrence is going to play for Jacksonville, and that's who the, the Tampa Bay Bucks have today. So that's going to be interesting. We saw the Saints lose mm-hmm. uh, Thursday night, and so th- this Jacksonville – uh, Tampa Bay game looms as a pretty interesting one. He might go out there and beat him. Cause his face is coming off a of concussion protocol, uh, Trevor. And then, and like I said, Baker Mayfield. I don't know what they're doing down there, but he he looks he he just looks different. He looks better, you know. So I, again, though, but getting back to the Falcons and as they sit here right now, getting ready for Indianapolis. But this division, as I said, is just sort of just here, and anybody with any kind of focus, and if you have these top players, that's why I believe the negativity that's been aimed at the Falcons, rightfully or wrongfully, is 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 coming their way because of who they've drafted, who's sitting there on this on this um this lineup. And of course, we can't take away what happened with Grady Jarrett and the quarterback of our defense and so on and so forth. But it is maddening after a game like last week. It just simply is. And how does something like that happen? And don't say, well, it was raining out there. They said Carolina had to play in that too. Absolutely. 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 Horrible conditions. But Heineke is back in. It started, of course. And the thing about it is Desmond Ritter continues to lead the meetings in the quarterback room. You know, even though he's – whatever his role is, that's that continues, whether he's starter or backup. He's the voice that leads the meetings in the quarterback room. And Taylor wanted to make sure – and, and reiterate to the media that was there this week that that type of thing doesn't change. Here's his thoughts on on how Desmond Ritter took the news of the change. Well, he's very professional about it. Um, you know, a lot of things that we hear during quarterback meetings or meetings with Arthur, we kind of relay what we need to to the receivers, tight ends, stuff that they need to look for. Um, this is why we're calling this play. Um, you know, just very, very simple things. Uh, so everyone feels like they're on the same page. Um, so it's nothing extraordinary. It's just so we're on the same page and you know what we're trying to accomplish. It's Tuesday. Uh, Tuesdays. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel like the right people are in place? And I realize this is speculation. And by the way, Sam McGregor Sports Radio, ninety-two nine The Game, ninety-two nine The Game dot com. You're gonna really get a deep dive into what's going on with the Falcons at the Wade Ford Tailgate Show. When they uh, take over at 9 o'clock. Sam and I, we give our opinions. And Mr. Crenshaw here, obviously, a lot more versed at it than me. He's been covering this team for many, many years. But we just sit here like on, on, on these Sunday mornings and, and just kind of, what's that? They <laughs> say, chew the fat. That's a phrase you don't hear that much anymore. Well, no, you don't. You don't hear that. I don't you know really why that don't. just came to mind. But Yikes. It did. And so, you oh, know. Dear. It, but, again, just as, as, as you sit and, and hear that, how do you feel about the people that are coaching Desmond Ritter up and working with him. Um, not just trying to write this this offense and getting ready, but, you know, there's, there's, there's like what's going on in Carolina and Bryce Young. You, you know, the same question is being asked there. Are the right people in place coaching this young talent up? Now, obviously, he, this is his rookie season, but it's got to be I think what's it. happening to Bryce Young is what's happening to most, like I always says, most Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks. You end up on teams that are ill-equipped, for you to have instant success. And um, that's why we see so few Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks in Super Bowls. Last one was Joe Burrow. And even in the year that he got to the Super Bowl, he got bounced like a basketball. You know, I mean, he got sacked so many times. Yeah. And uh, right now, you know, it says what Bryce Young is going through. You don't think that the coach gets fired right in the middle of the season, the coach that really supported drafting you and being there. 
um, who everybody thought was going to be like a really good mentor since he had been an NFL quarterback. So, I mean, that's that's a tough tough thing for him to deal with. But but he's a resilient type kind of guy. Um, he's just a different world from Tuscaloosa. A guy right coming now. out of Alabama, struggling the way he is over there in Carolina, which has got to make what's going on in San Francisco even more maddening to people. The Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> Brock Purdy last year comes in and does what he does. And that, that's Fine. not what makes the folks in Carolina mad. It's Christian McCaffrey's out there. Well, that's true, too. Doing his thing. Yeah. Helping, wow. helping him out. Yep. <laughs> All right. Coming up top of the hour, uh, listen, we're going to have Terrell Thomas join us in the 7 o'clock hour, a little casting call, but some other fun things that got, you know, kind of Christmas-related coming up. But as always, we turn things over to Mr. Crenshaw and let you know what's going on here locally. It is Sam and Greg on this Christmas Eve. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.